Dear congregation, on behalf of the consistory, uh, we wish each of you a very blessed year, 2021, and that the Lord would bind our hearts together, also as a congregation, that this would be a year of sitting at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ and listening to his every word and looking, could it be, into his wonderful face, for then everything that happens around us will indeed grow so very dim and that the Lord would bind us together too as a congregation and that we would be united in the worship of God's name and seek to serve one another in love, seeking the best for one another, the true best for one another in a spirit of humility and self-sacrifice and service and, and that we would also band together on behalf of the young people and the children, the rising generation who will be here when we will not be here anymore. We pray and that the Lord would be in their midst as well, that we would love one another with a, a true heart, fervently, and that we'd be much in prayer for the ministry of the word in our midst, and that we would experience blessed days in which the Lord would come with his nearness as we meet together around his word, that he would strengthen us with strength in our soul, and that we would if we come to the end of this year and the Lord has not yet returned, that we'd be able to look, look back on a banner year and, and that for each of us spiritually too, that this would be a remarkable, spiritually invigorating year by God's grace. May that be our prayer as it is your consistory's prayer. Well, congregation, many of us have come through a bruising year filled with threats and disease, grief, pain, loss, restrictions, and so very much confusion. And having stepped over the threshold into a new year, perhaps like myself, you are tempted to ask, with the words of Psalm 4, who shall show us any good? And we should know the answer. Because the Lord is the good of his people. He is the storehouse of everything that we could ever need or want. And it is especially his promises. The storehouse of the Lord's promises that is as full as ever. He who has the promises of God is rich because these promises never fail. They never fade away as we saw last night. And one of those promises greets us here on our pilgrimage on this first day of 2021. And it is a most remarkable promise as you can find in the words that we read together Deuteronomy 33 verse 25b Deuteronomy 33 25b and as thy days so shall thy strength be 
That is our theme with the Lord's help. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. We'll see, first of all, a panorama of days. And secondly, a promise of strength. A panorama of days and a promise of strength. Our text is part of Moses' blessing of the 12 tribes on the eve of his death. Last evening, we looked to Joshua's last words. And this morning, we go to Moses' last words to the tribes and how hope-filled these words are. Now, when you look at the context, the words of our text are addressed in the first instance to the tribe of Asher. Uh, But they're the final words spoken to the tribes. And from that point, Moses goes into a doxology that concerns all the tribes. And really, as it comes through the inspired word of God to us today, this is a promise. This is an inheritance for all the people of God. And they're all sinners of themselves. And that's how we wish to to look at it. The first part of our verse tells us that Asher's shoes shall be iron and brass. And most likely this means, Matthew Henry uh, speaks for most commentators here, that that under the ground where Asher would live, so under their, their feet, under their shoes, there would be mines of iron and brass. And it's true. Moses was never there, but by the Spirit, he knows that at a physical level. And of course, spiritually, this means that all those who are truly the Lord's, they have a strength that is both under them and above them. In fact, more than just iron and brass, they have underneath them the everlasting arms of Jehovah, so strong, so powerful. And that is what we need. And above them, of course, they have the watching eye of the Lord. And then the promise goes on, and this is our focus this morning. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. And this, of course, means, congregation, that we need strength, don't we? Because this is a blessing, and a blessing doesn't promise what you already have. Well, there's no use for that. A blessing promises that which you you need and which you don't have of yourself. Abram was promised to become a great nation and he wasn't a great nation. He was promised a seed that would be like the sand on the seashore and like the stars in the sky for multitude and this promise came to him when he had none of those things. You see, when the Lord blesses, he blesses in ways that address our needs and our weakness, our infirmity, so very precisely and and fully. And so I ask you this morning, what do you need? Don't we all need strength for this new year that stretches out before us? You don't have strength in yourself, do you? If you're here this morning and, and that's really not your focus. You, you are strong in yourself and you want other things uh, out of this year. Listen to what the Bible says about our natural strength. Their strength is weakness. In the sight of him that sitteth upon the throne. 
You see, man by nature, he thinks himself strong so often, but his strength is but weakness, sheer weakness. Man at his best. Think of that. A man, a woman at their very best. The Lord says they're, they're vanity. They're lighter than a feather. They're dust on the balances. They're like vapor, which you see for a moment and then it is gone. Friend, in 2021, do not rely on your own strength. If you do, I hope you stumble so very quickly because the word of God comes to a people who have no strength in themselves. When we were yet without strength, the apostle says, in due time, Christ came into this world and he died for the ungodly. And our weakness is certainly brought into view in the words of our text with this emphasis on days. As thy days. Now, a day, as you all know, is is a 24-hour span. It's a night, and then a morning, and then a noon, and then an evening, and then a night again. And it's there, and it goes away. This first day of the year is almost half gone. And we've just barely woken up and, and done a few things, and here we are in church. A day. We are, the Bible says, creatures of the day in fact that's how the bible pictures it we we grow up in the morning and halfway throughout the day we wither away some as we all know live only a few days and how important it is to learn what what moses says elsewhere in one of the psalms so teach thou us to count our days. Not our years, but our days. Because we don't have years, necessarily. We can't count on years, but, but days. That's how we need to live. That's how we need to focus. Day by day. So teach thou us to count our days. And, and so by this focus on days, the Lord indicates our, our weakness. We're creatures of the day. We may not have many more days. We don't know. Some people entered 2020 and they thought they had years. They had but a few days and they're over. So teach us to count our days. Proverbs says we, we know not what a day will bring forth. People and ourselves included, we can wake up in the morning and we don't realize what will happen in that day. And we have many different days, don't we? Not every day is the same. We take stock of the panorama of days and, and we all know this. There are good days and there are bad days. There are days of plenty when things are going well. And there are days of poverty. There are days when we feel comfortable. And then there are days that are marked by discomfort. There are days of celebration for things that we should be thankful for. 
But there are also days of mourning. There are days that are clear, a clear sky. There are days with many clouds. There are busy days. Some of you are in that season in life in which you can scarcely pause and catch your breath. And then there are lonely days where the hours drag on and you scarcely see or hear from someone. There are days of good health. There are days of pain. There are days the Bible speaks of in which in the morning you wish that it were evening and evenings in which you wish that it was morning. And congregation, the Lord knows all of this. The Bible says so wonderfully, my times are in thy hand. Child of God, isn't that a great comfort for you? That your times, all these different experiences and days that you go through are not in your own hand, but they're in the hand of the Almighty God, the ruler of the universe, who is so compassionate, caring, kind, and whose heart is so full of love towards each and every one of his people. And the Lord Jesus Christ knew also, in his own experience, in our nature, he knew the difference that there could be in days. All the days that I mentioned just a moment ago, the Lord Jesus tasted and experienced each and every one of them. He wept at Lazarus's grave. He had days of great busyness and days in which he was alone when all men forsook him. And it was he who said on one occasion to his disciple, sufficient for the day is the evil thereof. In other words, the Lord meets out evil in all of our days just sufficient so as to drive us outside of ourselves to seek from the Lord who is the good of his people all that we need to fight this evil, to endure this evil, to confess the evil of our own hearts and to look to the Lord for the good that he alone can give. And so, dear friends, as we look out over 2021, we don't know in advance what all these days will be like. But shouldn't this awareness that we have but days and that our days can be of all different sorts, shouldn't this drive us out of ourselves to seek someone who can strengthen us for all of these different days? And this one comes to us in the garments of our text, and there he is, and he says this wonderful, precious thing. As your days, so shall your strength be. We want to see seven things about this strength that the Lord promises here to sinners in, in our text. First of all, it's a daily strength as, as we've really in a certain sense already seen. But let's apply this. He promises a daily strength. As your days, so shall your strength be. In other words, when you, when you enter upon a day I will give you what you need for that day. The Lord doesn't give his people a reservoir of strength 
for a whole year in advance that you you all have that sort of stored up in your soul or in some kind of spiritual bank account and that it's all there that you have it no the Lord gives you strength for the day Spurgeon says you are not going to have Monday's grace given to you on Sunday nor Tuesday's grace given on Monday the Lord parcels out the strength that you need child of God day by day we are to live like that widow of Zarephath who every morning she would look in the barrel of flour and the cruise of oil and there was a fresh supply just for that day and to be met with the miracle of the Lord's daily provision meted out little by little that's how we do it with our children don't we 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 set before them or we we supply them with with food for the next meal until they're much older then we can we can parcel it out differently but but you don't give to a three-year-old kid a, a supply for the year and then ask them to to make find their own way no and so the lord with his children he spreads a table for them each and every day he gives them food convenient for them each and every day and that's why the bible says so wonderfully his mercies are new every morning how important it is to have that expectation that faith that looks to the lord for the supply of strength for every day and shouldn't that be one of our resolves and, 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 and desires to, to seek the mercy seat of God every morning? Because just like you can't go without food for your body any day, not easily, so you cannot certainly go without spiritual strength every day, without mercy his mercies are new every morning. Should we not seek him every day? Fresh, new, for new mercies. New mercies I see. May we experience that also in this day. Give us this day, the Lord Jesus Christ taught us to pray, our daily bread. We ought to, in a certain sense, we should add to that, give us this day new mercies, the mercies that we need for today, the strength that I don't have for today. Please give this to me. It is a daily strength. It is secondly a, a gracious strength. When you look at the text, you, you see this word, thy strength. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. But this is a pronoun of donation, not a pronoun of possession, if you will. In other words, this isn't a strength that Asher or the people of God have themselves. The Lord somehow says, well, every day you're going to have your own strength. No. He takes his strength and he gives this to his child, to his people. And he says, as your days, so shall your strength be. He gives it to them. 
It becomes theirs by gift, by grace. And this is what the Bible says, the Lord will give strength unto his people. Psalm 29, verse 11. He giveth power to the faint, and to him that hath no might, he increaseth strength. You see, congregation, how he promises to give it and to make it his people's own. He gives it to them. And he says so wonderfully, here is your strength. It's suited to you. It's fitted for you. How wonderfully gracious the Lord is. We've sinned against him. We've not deserved this whatsoever. And he not only gives it, but he calls it your strength. He gives it without upbraiding. It's a daily strength. It's a gracious strength. It's a personal strength. It'd be one thing if the Lord just somehow strengthened us with with some shot in the arm, spiritually speaking. You know that, that he would really just kind of put that strength in us and then pull away. But congregation, and this, this is a glorious mystery. The Lord himself is the strength of his people. You see, it's so very personal. The Lord comes so close. It isn't just that he gives a certain bodily strength or emotional strength or mental strength. No, he comes himself. The Lord is my strength and my song, Moses says. Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. The picture there is, is, is like a, a little child or, or a young person who doesn't know what to do. And the Lord comes and he takes your hands and he teaches them. This is how you hold your armor. And this is what you do. And he's right there. He's close. The Lord is the strength of his people. Because... That, that makes a huge difference because if it's just simply the, the Lord giving me something, well, what happens in the middle of the day when, when it all just runs out? No, the Lord himself is there. And I experience that midday when everything is lost, when I don't have it anymore, then the Lord is, is right there and he strengthens me with strength in my soul. And that's, that's the fourth thing about this strength. It's a daily strength. It's a gracious strength. It's a personal strength. And it's an inward strength. You know, there are times when the Lord gives his, his people outward strength. Strength they never thought they had. You read stories about that sometimes. Where a mother is able to lift up a car and rescue her son who's trapped under it. And the Lord gives that. You know, or Samson who was given extraordinary strength or Jonathan with his weapon bearer who defeated a, a host of the Philistines or Peter who walked on water. What, what a strength the Lord afforded him there. Sometimes the Lord can do that. Uh, I knew an elder who's, who's gone to glory. He was a very quiet man. He hardly said anything and he could sometimes hardly get the words out and on one occasion when he had to speak, the Lord just, just gave it to him. He spoke 
so eloquently and it was from the Lord and he knew that and people knew it as well the Lord can sometimes really come over and help you beyond what you could really imagine and yet the normal way in which the Lord gives this this strength that we read about in our text is is to strengthen us with might in the inner man as, as I just quoted, he strengthened me with strength in my soul. So that even if the outward man is perishing, even if bodily speaking, I can't even lift up my arms or my legs or walk or even turn myself around, the Lord is still able to strengthen you with strength in your soul. So in that moment of great weakness, You can do what the Lord calls you to do. He strengthens you for that. And that is to speak well of him or to give glory to him or to look to him even. To look to him. He strengthens you with strength in your soul. He lifts the eyes of your soul and you can look to him and you can see him like Stephen did in the moment when he, humanly speaking, was the weakest, when the stones were flying his way, the Lord strengthened him with strength in his soul that he could see Jesus standing on his behalf. And he was strengthened to pray. And he was strengthened to witness of the Lord Jesus. You see, that's that inward strength that the Lord promises Imagine that the Lord only gave you outward strength, but that he left your inner man to yourself. What good would that do? We need that strengthening from the inside out. And you know what comes with that inward strength? Paul understood this when he was in prison. Imagine this. In the letter to the Ephesians, he's the prisoner of Jesus Christ. He's not able to do what he loved to do. That is preach the gospel from city to city to call men everywhere to seek God. There he is in prison, confined, perhaps a guard or two to speak to. But God had ordained it and God used it for the church's good because he wrote these letters inspired by the spirit that speak across the ages to ourselves. But as he's limited and hemmed in and weakened, we would say in every possible way, he's praying. And listen to what he's praying. I bow my knees to the Father of, of heaven and earth. The whole family is named after him. And, and my petition is this, that you, church of the living God, would be strengthened with might in the inner man. That rooted and grounded in love you would be able to know what is the length and breadth and height and depth and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Did you hear what he said? He said, I'm praying that you would be strengthened to know the love of Christ. In other words, God needs to strengthen you to hold you up so that you can even know the love of Christ because if he didn't strengthen you to know that it would consume you it is so large and so great and so powerful 
strengthen you with might in the inner man that you might know something of that wide, high, deep love of Christ. It's as if he's holding you up there with his strong hand because otherwise you would just collapse and he's making you to know that love which passes knowledge. Some of you know what that's like and others of you will know what that's like. Perhaps even this year where the Lord is holding you up and making you to know something of that incredible love of Christ which passes knowledge. Is that your prayer today? That the Lord would strengthen you not just to fight the battles of this year. Of course, that's a good petition. We'll come to that actually. But how about this? Strengthen me, O Lord, to know something. Just something of the love of Christ which passes knowledge. It's a daily strength. It's a gracious strength. It's a personal strength. It's an inward strength. It's a strength through Christ. You see, God doesn't give his children this strength just kind of directly or amorphously. No, it's all because of Christ and it's all through Christ. Paul says it this way. I can do all things. How, Paul? How can you do all things? Through Christ, who who strengthens me. And and we heard of that Sunday morning, that, that the angel of the Lord sent by Christ stood with me and strengthened me. He hadn't eaten anything for 14 days. And the Lord was there. Christ was there to strengthen him. You see, we need Christ. Sinners need Christ. We're not some angel that the Lord could somehow directly strengthen apart from from Christ. No. We're sinners. We're weak sinners. We're rebels. We're enemies of God. And... And God can't simply strengthen us in that condition. We need Christ. But this is the mystery and the glory of the gospel that God was in Christ reconciling sinners like you and like me to himself. Weak, rebellious, hostile, evil sinners. Dead in sins and trespasses. And he sent the son of his love, the son who was in his bosom from all eternity, he sent him and he said, go, go for sinners. Go to strengthen those weak and rebellious sinners who otherwise will die everlastingly, who will perish everlastingly. Be their savior. And the Lord Jesus Christ I speak as a man, he, he set his strength aside, or at least he, he limited himself. And, and this is a wonder we can't understand. He made himself of no reputation. He humbled himself. Took the form of a servant. Was made like unto us in all things, sin accepted. 
appeared so very weak. And also in his human nature, he, 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 was, he was weak. He needed an angel to come in his human nature, not his divine nature, of course, but in his human nature, he needed an angel to come and to strengthen him. I am sorrowful, he said, even unto death. He felt, he knew, child of God, he knew your every weakness from the inside out. And he was not ashamed to come into that place of yours. So much so that on the cross, his hands and his feet were pierced. He was nailed there. Oh yes, he could have come down from the cross in a certain sense, but you would have been lost. Love, love of his own heart meant that he would be crucified in weakness. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians 13, verse 4, he was crucified in weakness as sinners like you and like me. Imagine this. Sinners like you and like me could hear the Lord say in his word, as your days, so shall your strength be. But Lord, I'm a sinner. Yes, but he's Christ and he's done it all and it's all in him and it's his strength that is meted out and measured out for you so graciously, so wonderfully, so miraculously. But then how important it is, congregation, to be united to the Savior. Apart from him, I die. I faint. I fail. I perish, and you do too, my unconverted friend, whether you realize it or not. You need Christ in this year. You need him now. You need him today. It's not for something three months from now or next December. No, you can't go into this year without this Christ who can strengthen also you. Your friend, it's for sinners. It's not for some elite force. This promise is for Asher. And Asher, when you read Asher's history, Asher is, is one of the tribes to most quickly depart from the Lord. And the Lord knew that, and Moses knew that. And here in this blessing of Moses, the Lord, as it were, has his arms stretched out for the likes of Asher and says, Oh, Asher, don't go your own way. When you go, you will perish. You will so very soon perish. Your strength is nothing. It's sheer weakness. But come to me, the source of strength. Come to me whose arms are underneath and whose eyes are above. I can drive your enemies away. I can fill you with my strength. Replace your weakness with my strength. I can strengthen you with strength in your soul. Oh, my dear unconverted friends, seek ye Jehovah and his power. Seek ye his presence every hour, also today. He is here in his word, in the gospel, in the blood of sprinkling, in the Christ of the scriptures. He comes so close and his arms are stretched out to you today, the first day of this year. And he's saying, oh, friend, Will you go into this year with your own weakness? 
with your own heart, so weak, your body, your soul. Oh, my friend, trade it. Today, in faith, exchange your weakness with the Lord. Say, Lord, I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. Oh, but is he strong enough for a sinner like me? Their Redeemer is strong, the Bible says. The Lord of hosts is his name. There's no qualification on that. Jeremiah 50, their Redeemer is strong. We heard this year of Boaz, the Redeemer. He was strong and he undertook Ruth's case and Lot and married her to himself. He was was strong, but their Redeemer, the sinner's Redeemer is so infinitely strong. He can save today. He can save from the deepest miry pit he can save to the highest height he can save so wonderfully oh friends seek ye Jehovah and his power believe the record that God has given of his son don't push it away oh my friend while he proffers peace and pardon hear his voice today you can have this strength all out of Christ oh yes he'll weaken you so that you don't depend on yourself the Lord brings us down the Lord brings us low but my friend it's good It is good for me to have been afflicted that I might need and lean on the everlasting arms of the Lord. Oh, my friend, the best of your strength is nothing compared to the worst weakness that the Lord might give you because that is strong. He makes it all tend to your good and to his glory. And that's That's the sixth point here about this strength. It's not just a daily strength, a gracious strength, a personal strength, an inward strength, a strength through Christ, but it's a strength to live to the glory of God. How do you want to live this year? You want to live to your own glory? Oh, my friend, please be done with that today. That is useless and wretched. You're a sinner. Your glory is, is, is awful. It's dishonoring to God. May this year, congregation, be a year in which we seek and strive with the help of God to live to the glory of God. Soli Deo Gloria. To the glory of God alone in the gospel. You see, when the Lord promises this strength, He's not promising that somehow you'll stand on the top of the world, that you'll be some superhero, some superman or superwoman, that people will look up to you and, oh, he's strong. No. When he strengthens you with his inward strength, he strengthens you to do battle against sin, Satan, and the world. He strengthens you to live to the honor of God from out of Christ who strengthens me he strengthens you to endure what he sees fit that you would endure to the glory of God he strengthens you to do his will whatever that will is he strengthens you to testify of him wherever the Lord has placed you 
He strengthens you to be part of the mission of the church to spread the good news of Jesus Christ who is so deserving to have his glory spread abroad. Paul says, pray for me that with boldness I would open my mouth as I ought to speak. And, and he says in 2 Timothy 4, he says, notwithstanding the Lord, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. In other words, Paul and all ministers of the gospel should be this way. They're saying, pray for me for strength. Also for your pastor, for strength. Make this a daily prayer that the Lord would strengthen him in all these ways, that whatever days he faces, that as his days, so his strength would be, and that he would be strengthened to preach the gospel, the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ, that by him the preaching might be fully known, that all the Gentiles might hear, and that the Lord would deliver him and all of us out of the mouth of the lion. You and I need strength for that. When you're in the mouth of the lion, you can't deliver yourself. When Satan has you in his teeth, you can't disentangle yourself from him. You need the Lord to come and, and to fulfill this promise as your days, so shall your strength be. Seventhly and lastly, this is a strength that is most often made perfect in our weakness. Let's say 2021 will be a, week, a year that you will be weak in all the ways in which you don't want to be weak. Physically, mentally, emotionally, who can tell? Well, my friend, don't think for a moment that the Lord can't reach you in that weakness and actually use that weakness to magnify his strength. This is a great mystery that especially early on in the Christian life we, we might not understand so well. We don't understand so often why the Lord has to weaken us so much. But Paul discovered and he tells us this. His strength is made perfect in weakness. And that we learn to say, when I am weak, then am I strong. You see, the Lord deprives us of natural strength so often in order that he might exalt his divine strength. And then we learn to take pleasure even in infirmities, as Paul says. For when I am weak, and he comes with his strength, and he's promised he will, then am I strong. Oh, dear friends, if 2021 is a year of weakness for us, if we might then just simply be a platform 
for the Lord to exalt his strength. And so be it. Because the Lord is worth it. I read a story once of an old woman who did much for the Lord. Every day you could find her helping this one, helping that one. She gave of herself. But towards the end of her life, she was laid low. She couldn't go anywhere. She couldn't do anything to help anyone anymore. And her minister went to see her and said, Why? Her name was Betty. Why, Betty, are you so cheerful? You, you loved to help all these people and you can't do it anymore. And she said, she said, Pastor, when I was going around doing all those things, it was the Lord who was saying, Betty, do this. Betty, do that. And I did it. And I found such joy in doing it. Now the Lord says to me, Betty, lie there. Betty, wait. Betty, pray. Betty, I'm coming. And she said, I'm just as joyful now as when I was going around doing all those things. You see, the Lord strengthens us for his purpose in our lives. And child of God, when we are weak and he is strong, it's exactly where he wants us to be. As your days, so shall your strength be. In all the variety of the days that await us, in 2021, the Lord has exactly what you need, whoever you are. If you grow sick this, this year, the Lord has strength for you. If you're prosperous, the Lord has strength for you, and you'll need it to not boast in self. If days of mourning await us, the Lord is strength for sinners. He is strength for all the days imaginable in all of our lives. And he has strength also for the day of our death. Because it says here, as thy days, so shall thy strength be. There's a day coming unless Christ returns. It will be the day of our death. It may be this year. Will there be strength for me on the day of my death? Will there be strength for you on the day of your death? As your days, every day, even that last day, that very last day when you are to cross Jordan, if you lean on the everlasting arms, there's strength. Till that very moment you exchange time with eternity. And then you won't need this promise anymore. Because you'll be perfect. Conformed to Christ. The strong redeemer of his people. And then all sorrow and sighing shall flee away. And weakness as well. And you'll be strong forever in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Well, dear friends, this promise is so all comprehensive. This promise is so glorious, so near, so wonderful. But how about for you, my unconverted friend today? If you go into this year simply leaning on the arm of flesh, on yourself, on your own strength, your strength is decaying right before you. It is, and it will soon evaporate. 
There's no way that you are a match to the enemies of your soul and of your life. Satan, you're nothing to him. The world, it can have you in a moment. And your flesh, your own evil heart, well, you're no match to that. You need the Lord. You need this strong Redeemer. Don't go forward without him. Remember, this blessing is for Asher, for a sinful tribe, for a wayward people, for people who turn so quickly away from the Lord. Oh, ask the Lord today, the first day of this year, to strengthen you with might in your soul from out of Christ. And then you too will have what you need for this year, 2021. All glory to Christ. Amen.